Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Feels like we've not been in here for ages. Yeah, it does. I just had a look around, just a quick sweep as the room as the jingle was on, then I thought, I like in here. I've missed it. Yeah, I've missed it. Yeah. It's a little cove, isn't it? It's a little, <laughs> little covey cave. Hello, everybody. It's Simon here. Laura over there. Hello. I'm in jogging shorts and a t-shirt and uh, flip-flops. Nice, nice. Laura. You know, I like you in, in jogging. <laughs> I have, today I have a full outfit on. Full outfit on. <laughs> yeah. Well done, you. We're both drinking, what have you got? I've gone for chamomile. You're on chamomile tea. I'm on forest fruits green tea. Yeah. Don't tell me I'm not northern. And it feels like forever, but we've been saying pretty much every day we must get into a podcast. We must get into a podcast. Yeah, it's because it's out of routine, isn't it? And that's the thing is, we were on a routine, so we need to get back into that routine. And I promise we will try and do it anyway. So episode 20, loads to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Something that's happened since last time, which I bet you've even forgot about, is what do you think I'm going to say? Um, is it about me? It's about us. It's about something that... We've talked about on the podcast, it's about us. It's about us. Um, no, I have no idea. <laughs> You've been a little plucker. I am a little plucker. <laughs> yeah. And early podcast devotees will know that uh, you've been at my eyebrows trying to get the, the what you call the Clarksons, which I find offensive. <laughs> um, I have a couple of sticky outy eyebrows. Yeah, and they were, and they started to get grey. Those sticky out ones. The rest it, of care. your eyebrow isn't, but those two that were sticking out were grey and getting curly. So I let you. Do, how many did you do? Four, five. Yeah, I think I did. I did a couple on each. Yeah, you had a couple of misfires as well, so the number went up a bit because it still hurts when you misfire. Have you noticed though? I have not commented since I've done it. Yeah, it's a good job. <laughs> yeah, see, what a difference it's made. So that happened since last time. Yeah. Wasn't as bad as you thought, was it? See, it was actually, yeah. It, it, it uh, every bit as much as <laughs> oh, I expected it to. Oh, you're such a wimp. You did one slow. I did, uh, and yeah. I just wanted to kill you because <laughs> it's like the worst thing. And back dieting. We yeah. should talk about that, I reckon, because it's, I mean, really, it's all I got me in life these days. So the reason I'm doing it is because we had another stay at Caesar's Palace. Yeah. In Dubai. And the bathroom in Caesar's Palace has got mirrors on every wall. So we went a few weeks ago for a work-related stay and we had a bath together. And I wanted to kill myself when I saw what I looked like in all these mirrors because I've put a lot of weight on. This is a constant in my life, innit? I'm constantly going on about it. But 
I also comfort eat because I've got depression. <laughs> I can't stand a lot of things. So we went back to the hotel. We did, yeah. The room we were in this time, beautiful room. This was just for a proper stay. And we'd had a swim. We were going to Hell's Kitchen for mm-hmm. some food. And I went into the bathroom to have a shower. And it was like a wet room shower. But again, mirrors on every side. Everywhere, yeah. So you see yourself from angles that you're not used to seeing yourself from. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you go to, sometimes into a changing room and there's mirrors on every... Yeah. Oh, and, and you're like... Oh, I look terrible in this outfit. I've not come out of a changing room not depressed yeah. for probably 15 years. I was so, so down in the dumps about seeing myself in this mirror. I just got so down and I'm like, right, I've got to start. Yeah. So I'm just coming up to the end of my first week You've of done right. dieting, exercising every day, got the Apple Watch back on, swimming every day. I've become a lap lane wanker. <laughs> you know, middle-aged men, we were talking about this yesterday, weren't we? Middle-aged men become, I, I think women do it as well, but middle-aged men become uh, like cycling wankers. Yeah. Lycra no, a lot of A lot of all of these, yeah. Dubai is full of golf wankers. Loads of golf wankers. So many golf wankers. And I've got people I like, but then I know the golf wankers. <laughs> and I'm like, that knocks you down the ladder a few steps. Yeah, the whole golf thing. I like playing golf, but if it wasn't so much associated with uh, nouveau riche bourgeois wankers, whatever that is, yep. yeah, yeah, <laughs> then I I like playing golf. I love the game. I like hitting the ball. I, I used to play quite a bit when I was a kid. I couldn't do it here. I wonder if I mean we do have golf mums out here as well. Yeah, but I, but also I think it's like the gym. I think there's golf mum wankers out there, here. There definitely. are, and and but the gym gym mums as well. Gym like, well, yeah, men and yeah. women, yeah. We've got swimming pussy. We've got a pool in our back garden, but it's only, you measured it, how big is it? Our pool? Yeah. Eight metres. Eight metre pool, right? So it's not big enough to do laps in, lengths. But we live in an area that has public swimming pools yep. for all to use. Mm-hmm. At, the, at the minute, of course, it's like nigh on 50 degrees every day. So not many people, it's too hot for most people. And they tend to be working. So when I get home from work in the afternoon, I go in do me swimming yeah and most of the time the pool's deserted it's just me the lifeguard yeah you've been lucky but come the weekend and it's the weekend now uh yesterday i I went to have a swim and our pool way too busy then there's another one around the corner across the way so i went to that one and there were just a couple of families in there but they were kind of off to the side so i start doing me swimming yeah and they slowly drifted across and i think to myself when i'm in there with my family so you think you're in the right because you're lane swimming? When I'm in with you guys and a lane swimming walker comes in, yeah, it does get me back up a bit. And no, no, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to agree with you because yeah. you're right. I feel like if that person's swimming and you're in there, I think you've got every every right to be in the pool, you know, as as much yeah. as the other person. But I think just a bit of etiquette. Just you know me. How many times this weekend have I come home from the pool and said I'm not going in? There's too many people. Yeah. Now, I could have gone in any of them times and claimed a lane. I think, yeah, as well, though, when people are around, it makes you more conscious as well, just yeah. in general, doesn't it? Definitely makes me conscious. When I'm running, see, this is a, it's a similar thing. If I'm running and there's somebody walking and I, we're both on the same way, so, yeah. same part of the path, yeah. I feel like they should move across because I'm running. I'm in the middle of my exercise. If they're seeing you. Yeah. If they're coming towards you... I do this when I'm out with a dog in the morning. You, there's runners out there. You've got to make a decision. Yeah, but I feel like you should give way to the person that's doing the exercise. That's my. That's my. But I. I but also people don't. Think, people don't. People will not budge, and it really pees me off. Yeah. I feel like hold on a minute. You can see that I'm in in a zone. I'm running. You're walking at a slower pace. It makes no difference to you if you move across. But for me to move a little bit more, like yeah, extra. I will find that bit of extra. You know. I agree with you. But if you're running and you're coming up on somebody who's going in the same direction as you, different story. Oh, no, 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 I'm talking about that. Oh, no. If no, 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 no. I don't agree with you. It's not my job to know that runners are coming up oh, behind me. Oh, no, no, not me. behind. Sorry, I thought you meant if they're... No, that's what I'm saying. If I'm going the same way as you... Oh, no, no. ...and I'm in front, you as the jogger, and because I don't know you're coming, I could be zigzagging as oh. our dog does. He goes from one side as a p- the other side has a p- yeah, yeah, yeah. He zigzags across the path. Some some runners do the, excuse me, so yeah. you, but I don't do that. I and can't. I don't mind that because I know you're coming. But then if you're on there and you've got a little one and the little one's on the bike with a stabiliser or something like yeah. this, but I kind of agree with you. But then I also have major respect for anyone who's exercising. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you something else. 
that respect is tenfold for fat people exercising, which I am. And if and, I see, and older, yeah, if I see somebody old and overweight, mm-hmm. I saw a guy out a couple of days ago. He was doing the running motion with his arms and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He was barely even walking. You know, he was barely <laughs> lifting his feet off the floor. But I thought, well, at least he's out there. You're out in forty-five degree heat, and you're out there doing it. Yeah, and and, and fair play to you. My hats off to you. You went for a walk this morning at seven. I oh was, my God. I was running at seven. It was stupidly hot. Like, I actually let, normally I pin my fringe back. I left it. And by the time I came back, it looked like Cameron Diaz. Yeah. (laughs) It was stuck up. But isn't it funny as in middle age, you become all these different, like, um, you don't become all the things you weren't when you were younger. Because I did tons of sports and exercise, as as did you. But everyone finds a groove in middle age. It's the hill they die upon. You know what I mean? Whether it's cycling, fishing, golf, the gym rugby yeah we've got a lot of friends that go to the gym and couples they're loving it we've got golfing friends again great and i think you and i are both we both are solitary yeah. exercises we don't like doing it in groups we don't like well i'm like that with the cycling because we're in with the cycling yeah. fraternity here yeah. our friend organizes one of the biggest races in the uae the the biggest cycling race in the UAE. He's always trying to get me to go out cycling, yeah. but they go out cycling in these things. What is it? Pelotons, the big groups of them. Yeah. And I am absolutely not interested. Yeah. I don't want the banter in the car park. I I don't want to be stood there in lycra looking like a idiot. So, yeah, I, I'm far more into the solitary yeah. way of doing no, things. It, I think we both are. But I think if we lived in the UK, we we perhaps would do the hiking and walking together. With you? Yeah. Oh, that's totally different. I don't mind it. Uh, I, I don't like, I don't particularly like cycling with you because we're kind of slightly different standard of cycling. And again, <laughs> I just want to get my head down and just get on with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like I'm doing it for pleasure, but the swimming is weird. I really enjoy it. Getting there, mm-hmm. I have stress about from the day before. Yeah. Once I, you see the difference in my mood once I've done that swim and come back because I've had some sun. Yeah. I've got that, is it the endorphins that all gets released? And I feel great. Yeah. But before, you know, I'm, I'm panicking. I'm in a bad mood. Am I going to get there? Is there going to be people in the pool? Oh, it's going to take ages. It's, it's an hour I could spend doing something else, you know. Oh, well done. Bleating you're, you're doing well. You're doing well. I'm into it. I think, I actually think the eating is the harder part. The eating is solid. Well, like, I don't want to say crash dieting. I'm not crash dieting, but I've given up chocolate. I'm not eating crisps. And through the week... What will we have to talk about if we haven't got evening crisps to talk about? (laughs) And you realise how much food is your go-to for comfort. Uh, Something's just happened to us, which I think we'll probably talk about later. We've both come back into the house and I could have just gone in the kitchen and grabbed a handful of them flapjacks, the Marks and Spencer's Mm. flapjacks, grabbed a bag of crisps, Grab some chocolate out of the fridge. Yeah, but you see, for me, you know that I can go all day without eating. Yeah. My time of wanting to eat is like eight o'clock at night, sat down, watching TV with the family. I just want to get out the chocolates and the crisps. Yeah. That's my weakness. That's And that's I- hard for me because I love doing that. And I think that's where I've put all the weight on. But um, this week, it's been particularly difficult because that's when we do settle down and we want to do stuff like that. And I've I've not done it all week. Yeah. And then we had what people call it, I hate the word cheat, cheat day for me is up there with staycation. It's one of modern <laughs> bullshit terms. No, I think, I think but, you need some, have some treats. But I think we over treated it yesterday and I am, deep, I'm sad and I'm down on myself for doing it. You should right? be, but yeah. But what I don't want to do is I don't want to turn this into a diet podcast, but you'd need to know that I am hitting it hard at the minute so he's grumpier than usual. So what I'm not doing is, because normally when I do something like this, I put it all on social media and stuff like that because I feel like, well, I, I won't pack it in. If I'm talking about it constantly, I won't pack it in. This time I'm not even doing that. Yep. I'm weighing myself morning and night. It's going well so far. Well done. Yeah. But I'm not going to harp on about it on here. It might just be a passing. It's going all right. I'm still doing it. I've fallen off the wagon. But that's going to be it. Okay. Right. But if you've got any suggestions for other kind of wankers, like golf wankers, what else did we say? Running well, our daughter said sports car wankers. She said that. There's truck wankers in the out here. A lot of people have got in big 4 by 4 fall guy trucks. Yeah. Barbecue wankers. Camping wankers. Are we pizza oven wankers? We are. <laughs> I mean, we haven't done it for a long time, have we? But uh, 
we've, we've come got, around to us for homemade pizza. I don't know what people think when we say that. Yeah. I mean, look, first of all, they're getting great pizzas and everyone, no one's ever complained. People love them. But there is a bit of that middle class toss pot thing about it, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. The good news is I don't think we've got any friends anymore. So. Pool, pool parties. <laughs> we used to have quite a lot of pool parties. We, but then I think people enjoyed that. Well, of course they enjoy it. They come round, we lay food on, fridges full of drinks for them. Yeah. I am missing that this year. Every, cause it's, I'm not, oh. funnily enough. I like it when we, this morning, when we, you'd been out for a run and I'd been out for me uh, big walk. We both came back sweating cobs and we just both stripped off to his undies and jumped in the pool. <laughs> it was lush. Proper uh, working class pool session, weren't it? So uh, that's that. Some little bits of news then. It was in the news that northern accents could be wiped out in less than 50 years. This is a UK accent. So I've got a northern accent. You haven't, obviously. Well, why would... Why? Southeastern English is becoming the dominant speech, according to scientists. Yeah. Portsmouth and Cambridge universities found that differing pronunciations of words such as strut and farm will st- soon merge into the southeastern version. Right, okay. That surprises me. Like, we have this discussion a lot because, obviously, I'm from the South, you're from the North. Yeah. Obviously, the kids have got what I would call an expat accent, really. Yeah. Um, it's quite posh. Posh, bit of an American twang every but they, now and then. But they, in their mind, think that my accent's posher than yours. Yeah. But, but I don't think it is. But it's, I guess it's closer to the Queen's English, if you like. Definitely. You know, I, li- I like your accent. And it's funny, like... We take the mickey out of each other for different words. Like, I'm a, I'm a bath, laugh, you're a bath. Well, it says that here. Some words, like bath, are so strongly entrenched in the regional variants that they are likely to survive when the northern accent uh, dies right, out. Okay. The study predicts that the word back end, used to describe autumn in the north, will completely disappear with 20, within 20 years. I said back end for the end of something. Yeah. You know. And it's not where I, you do use back end quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, we're in the I back end, we're, we're watching the box set of Sopranos, we're at the back end. I don't think I ever say back end. Back end of the year. Yeah, I don't think it's something, I, I, I mean, know. yeah, it's just not something I say. Okay, so that's. Uh, but we've got a lot of different words, like we've said before, we could go on for hours about words that are different. And this survey, I mean, I will be dead in less than 50 years, definitely. So that's one Northern accent gone. And our children are definitely not picking it up from me. Try their hardest. <laughs> Betsy to. was trying to do one the other day. She was trying to <laughs> do the northern accent, and actually, she made herself sound even posher than normal. <laughs> yes, we've been watching this video. This is a, an early recommendation. It's um, rate my takeaway. Yeah, and it's a big lad from Leeds. I think he's from. You must have seen him. He just goes to restaurants in the area. He takes a folding table and a camping <laughs> chair, orders yeah. food, sits outside the cafe or restaurant. It tends to be massive burgers, massive pizzas and kebabs and stuff. And he's a really amiable guy to watch. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. And he just sits there basically <laughs> eating tons of food. Massive portions. And he always starts, hello guys, back out on the road again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the kids have been trying to do that. We had the big lab meat conversation. Oh, lab meat. Lab meat. So this is brought to our attention by Leo, our 18-year-old. Yeah. Who um, sometimes says things. What Leo does is hand grenade conversations. Yeah. He pulls the pin, he drops something in. Is it called gaslighting? What's the word? He's basically trying to piss everybody off in the room. He wants a reaction, doesn't he? That's what he wants, a reaction. He wants a reaction. And especially now with how the world is changing on people's views of everything and the world's becoming a bit more liberal and stuff like that. They're loving seeing what our opinions are. Yeah, yeah. And they're at that age when they're testing us anyway. Uh, but as we often mention, we're vegetarians. <laughs> it's the vegetarian <laughs> bell. And uh, Leo is as well, but mm-hmm. he kind of eats a bit of fish. He's a pescatarian, isn't he? So he was telling us about this thing. Now, I've got a bit of a spiel about it here. Cultured beef, that's what it's called, right. is created by painlessly harvesting muscle cells from a living cow. Scientists then feed and nurture the cells so they multiply to create muscle tissue, which is the main component of the meat we eat. It is biologically exactly the same as meat tissue that comes from a cow, but has not come from a living creature. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Leo's saying, will you eat that? Because that's vegetarian. Well, he didn't say it's vegetarian. He's saying it's not. He's saying it's not it's come not from meat. a... Yeah. So he's saying, by definition, it's vegetarian because it's not come from a living animal. Yeah. But then we had a discussion, well, no, vegetarian means you don't eat animal products. Yeah. And it is an animal product. No, it's not. No, it's not. So we've had this back and forth about it. I put a vote on this on uh, my daily vote that I do in my day job. And 
pretty much almost 70% of people said it's not vegetarian. Yeah. And I don't think I'd be able to eat it because I'm... Well, it's weird because we're now eating these plant-based burgers, well, which I are like very them? meaty. You are... I struggle with it. They're too eating. meaty for you. Yeah, and, then, and, and, and I know that they're made from... But these ones are going to be meat. Yeah. I mean, they are meat. They'll be bloody. They'll be meaty. Yeah, no. It's not for me. No, well, that's what I'm saying. I can't even eat the plant-based ones that taste too meaty. I just... I don't miss meat, so I don't... I don't miss it at all. You don't? No, not at all. So glad I don't have it anymore. I know you're not going to like this, but I don't miss alcohol either. <laughs> no. At all. <laughs> I do. Sharp intake of breath I from do. you. There. No, I don't. So something else that's happened this week, the UK has now taken the UAE, UAE off its red list. Yeah, which we're watching with a keen eye because we're taking Leo back to university in yeah. Bristol. Uh, he's starting uni. We're going to be leaving in a month. Less. Maybe less than yeah. a month uh, to take him back. So... We've got a decision to make, basically. We either go yeah. straight to the... We've, we've got friends who left just a few days ago. Yeah. They've gone to the UK and they are now in hotel quarantine. Yeah. We've also got have friends that have also left and they have gone the island route. And we've got friends who've done Spain, yeah. Malta, yep. France, all manner of different places. And if you're listening to this from anywhere that's not the UAE... I don't think people understand... I don't think people, our families back at home, I don't think they understand how difficult it is for everybody out yeah. here. It's so stressful trying to find the best way to get home. And then once you've made that decision, you've got so much work to plan and to get there. If you're only talking to Brit- a British expat, yeah. this is the conversation. You're not talking about anything else. I had a conversation with my boss at work and he was telling me what it's like getting back into Australia. Again. And that, that sounds like an absolute nightmare yeah, as well. Yeah. So I think everyone's got their own version of this. And if you're an expat like we are, you know, you're used to going home at least, I would say, yearly or every couple of years. Well, I think if you're in the UK, it's, oh, shall we go on holiday or not go on holiday? If we go on holiday, then, you know. We, yeah. It's, but for us, it's a bit more of an essential. Yeah. I've got to be honest, if Leo wasn't going to university... We wouldn't even be thinking it, about no, it. No, it's just not worth it. We wouldn't it. be going on holiday. Yeah. We wouldn't be thinking about flying home. So that's huge in the news at the moment. But boy, the conversation is boring me. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. And I, because it, it's something, it's like the start of COVID. You know when you were watching at the start of COVID when everyone's watching the figures every day and everyone's watching Boris and Chris Whitty and that doing this stuff. And remember, I got to a point, I was listening to podcasts about Corona. And yeah. This is pre-vaccines. They're saying it's going to be four years for a vaccine. And I just became obsessed with it. And then reached a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I did the opposite. I just switched off from it. And with this, every time there's a little glimmer of something. So they'll, they'll put a country in the UK, they'll say, right, Spain's on the green list. Yeah. Everybody at home is thinking we can go to Spain on holiday. But everybody is thinking, I can go to Spain on my way home. But? But within no time, that's changed to Amber. Yeah. Well, there were people that were friends of ours that were stuck in a certain place. Yeah. What, when it changed. Then they had to go somewhere else and do further days. I can't even think. I mean, we are getting to the stage of having to start planning this we journey We have to now. make a decision. And the other thing is, wherever we go, we're going to have to have at least five tests each, right? Yeah. Just even looking at that, like I found some packages where you can get three tests for 44 quid. And I was like, oh, okay, that's not as bad as I've seen. But then other people are saying, no, 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 you buy this test and it costs £99 for one test. And I'm like, well, how do I know which tests I'm meant to get them? Which ones am I, you know, like yeah. even that in itself. Is and like, the quarantine hotels have gone back up. By a load. Oh, look, we've slipped into it. We see, see we've slipped yeah. into the conversation and I, it's a daily conversation. Yeah. I have to, because I sit where I work in the radio, before I go into my show, I sit for a couple <laughs> of hours next to the news team and it's all they talk about. Yeah. And no disrespect to them for that because it's the job, but I, I just can't hear it anymore. I know, I get it, I get it. But it has been the biggest thing out here, like, at the minute, just trying to find ways to get back to your I families. genuinely can't wait till October. I know what you mean. And although Leo's going to be at uni. We will have done all this. I hate flying, so I don't even want to do it anyway. I'll have spent all the money. I can start worrying about Christmas and rent and things like that. I just want it over. I have had a couple of, like wake up in the middle of the night panic attacks when I realise how little time we have left with Leo though that ugh. yeah so we I apologise for having the conversation but <laughs> it is huge it has yeah, been yeah, huge yeah. since the last podcast a lot of things have changed and I guarantee before the next podcast things will change again definitely wife's whinge 
So I just want to start by saying we're going to change this up a little bit. Yeah. We've decided, I mean, this will sound a bit soapy here, but we don't have enough to moan about with each other. Yeah. Right? It's sometimes when we're doing the podcast regularly, it's difficult to constantly be coming up with something that the other one's doing wrong. Hand on heart, we get on like house on fire, don't we? <laughs> yeah. But every now and then somebody will do something. It's fun for the podcast to have a bit of a bitch about it. So what we're going to do is we're going to broaden this up to other things that us off. Other things that uh, make us cross. Right, yeah. Other things that make us angry. The way this pyramid scheme is going to work is at the top of the pyramid is always going to be things that we do to upset each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. we've got one, we'll do it. Yeah. If we don't, it can be something else. Okay. So wife's whinge, Laura, take it away. All right, well, it's about you. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Okay. That's fine. I've got a high. That's fine. So, it's actually going back on old whinges because if you remember... I know. Is it not going to be the hose pipe? It f***ing is the hose pipe. (laughs) (laughs) You you saw me this morning. No, 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 no. You can't... You can't just say this morning, right? You have, you had been so good at putting it away. Yeah. And the towels were going on the dryer, not on the yeah. chairs. Well. And that was when I wasn't exercising. Yeah. And I wasn't walking the dog. Yeah. Which nobody else in this house can be bothered to do, it seems. Yeah. Right? So my morning routine, which is already packed before I go to work, has now got the added, I'm going to say it's an hour. It's got an added hour of walking the dog and then me going doing some exercising and needing an extra shower. And the garden bit, like, I want one of you guys to do this. Yeah, but, right, I don't want you to, I told you, I don't want you to wind the hose up or anything like that. I just want it so it's not dragged across I totally the agree. I totally agree. But you saw the statement this morning. I am dripping in sweat. I've got no motivation left. I'm fed up. I just want to get in the air con. I want to get in the shower. <laughs> and you keep skipping past the fucking thing I'm saying. Why can't somebody else do it? I do walk the dog. I'm, I'm not on about the dog. I'm on about the garden, the hose pipe. Why can't anybody else in this house? I've got to go to work every morning. I'm You know, there's I'll people in this it. house who apparently we're not allowed to wake up before 10 o'clock these days. Why can't somebody else do it? <laughs> I'll happily do it. I don't mind doing it. <laughs> you don't do it though. No, but you didn't. You've never said. You've never said. The chores list at the minute for our kids is so minimal. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but they need to be done first thing in this heat. And I actually think... Yeah, they do need to be done first thing. But I even think by the time I'm up, it's oh, no, too I agree. I, today I went out at seven o'clock, which is really late for me. I'm normally out when it's dark in the morning. And I hated every second of it because I felt so sweaty yeah. and miserable. Right? I had to do it because I'm not going to skip out on the uh, exercise. But it was absolutely horrible. And then to get back and think, oh, as I come in the gate, I've got to do garden now. See, and I what quite- I do sometimes is I forget... So I'll go and have my shower and get myself all cleaned up and everything. And it's like, oh, I've not done garden. Mm-hmm. It'd be quite nice if somebody else in this house took into consideration how I'll much do I it, do. But I'll probably do it in the evening. Oh. And, and apparently that's better for the plants anyway. Yeah, yeah, maybe it is. Well, you'll notice though, you know, you didn't want me to hang my bikini on the door. It's never been on the door since. You've barely had bikinis on since then. Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> You've barely <laughs> had bikinis on. So I agree, but this comes with a lot of baggage. I, like, by the time I finish watering plants, I'm so hot and I just chuck it down. It's I just, just want to get in. one little bit. You just got to flick it across. That's all you got to do. You know what? Picking the dog shits up is just one little trip around the garden. But again, I'm the one who's doing it all the time now. And walking the dog is just one little lap around the lake. But if you said to people in our family, <laughs> oh, just walk around, don't do world's smallest fucking <laughs> violin. If it's only one little thing with a hose pipe, fucking do it when you get up. Oh, all right. You know, I'll, when you get up and I've done three hours yeah, at right, work. But I've got a list of jobs at as well. Work, yeah. You will get one of the fucking kids to do it. They're summer holidays. Yes, they're doing nothing. All right. A little bit of something's not going to hurt them. I, you know, summer holidays for Betsy, who's nine. Yes, she should be able to wake up in the morning and do whatever she wants all day. But you know, with a 16 and an 18 year old kid in the house, they are not children now. They are part of the family. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't get that. You're about to send one of these f***ing morons out into the world. No, no, no. Right, to be fair, if I ask either of them to do a job, they'll do them. One of them will moan. The other one will just do it. Yeah. Well, actually, no. I'm going to take issue with that. The other one won't just do it because that's why I'm currently doing it. Because the other one was supposed to do the poos and the dog walk and it just never happened. And I've started doing it, A, because I feel bad for the dog and there's n- B, there's nothing worse than swimming with a line of f***ing dog nuggets along the side of the pool. <laughs> So, you f***ing do it. 
<laughs> Husband's hump. Right. I didn't have one about you. I've got one about you, but it happened too long ago. Okay, let's pass over it. But then. I'm going to mention it really briefly. Go on then. Because it doesn't matter. Okay. And then I'm going to move on to something else. Go on then. You did a new fart last week. <laughs> do you remember? Oh, what do you mean? Smelly or... Do you not remember when you did that fart in room and it wasn't? <laughs> it didn't smell like anybody's fart in our house? It smelled like a fishing arbour at the seaside. I told you, it's it's long COVID. It, it everything. <laughs> the excuses you use. It was shocking. It was bizarre. Yeah. The smell of it was bizarre. Everything smells different. Like my my personal sweat smells yeah, different. Personal sweat. No, but no. I mean, it like. But what else did you do? You tried to sneak it out, <laughs> right? What am I meant to say? What is it? I meant to sing? Didn't you bring in a word? Oh, I can't remember what word it, it was. was. A, it was the guy. We had a letter yeah. about it. What did he ask her to? He asked his partner to do something. To say a word. So that's just a quickie. All right. It was absolutely rancid, but it wasn't rancid like, oh, that smells really bad of poo like Trump's tend to do. (laughs) It was rancid, but rancid like a totally, like an alien had done it. (laughs) And it hit me and then it went round on the aircon and hit (laughs) our daughter and we were just like, my God, but you tried to sneak it out. So my thing, and this is how we're going to do this from now on, we can do it about anything. Okay. Is about people who are late. Oh, right. Because this has just happened to us pre-podcast. Yep. We went for a meeting. Yeah. Now, this is our day off today. Yeah. It's the last day of the weekend. I mean, it's only two days, but it's Saturday. Yeah. I'm back at work tomorrow, so I'm always a bit more tense on a Saturday. And then I'm dieting, so... Oh, yes. It's fun. It's fun yeah. Saturdays. Instead of just laying on city and eating a full Swiss roll or something, I'm <laughs> miserable. Roll. I don't Swiss know. Swiss roll. To be mine. <laughs> so, we've been for a meeting today. Yeah. And it was an hour round trip. Yeah. Right? As a courtesy, we went to where the other person is. Yeah. Didn't say, oh, meet us halfway, or you come here. We went there. They suggested the time. Yep. Not me. We get there. There's a couple of staff. They're like, what are you? We're not home. What, you know, and, oh, no, we're meeting. We're meeting the boss. And you double check the time and everything yep. else. Yep. Right. Sit down. Now, you've got to give people a bit of grace, right? Although, I think if you're late, you're a c- You've got to give people a bit of grace. There's traffic, <laughs> things like that. And and Dubai people are known for no, being f- that. F- no, no, they are though. Like, so yeah, no, but I, I don't go with that. I don't go with that. I'm not saying, oh, well, just because we're in a different time zone, everyone can suddenly start being late. So anyway, I don't instantly text, hey, it's twelve o'clock. We're here. Yeah, I give it five minutes. Yeah, and then I'm like, hey, we're here. We're waiting. Oh, this is on get, WhatsApp. Great ticks. Didn't get the blue right? ticks, did you? Leave it another five minutes, mm-hmm. and re- then we ask the uh, people who are there, and they're like. Oh, no, he's not due until later. Oh, right. And it's awkward because they don't really want us sat no, there. No, they don't know, even know why we're there. Yeah. So I sent another message. Hey, we don't have too long. Are you nearby? Something like that. Nothing. So we leave it. 25 minutes? 25 minutes. Yeah. Now, at this point, I'm thinking, you don't deserve a meeting with me. If you don't have the respect to A, text me. Yeah. And say you're not there. Well, the thing is, right, We sometimes... There are reasons for being late. You just can't avoid, you know, like like you say, traffic, whatever. But there's absolutely no reason for not messaging. Oh, yeah, you could definitely say, really sorry, running late, f- totally forgot we were, at, we were having a meeting. And by the way, as much as I hate people being late, I am a waiter, not a waiter who brings drinks. I am someone who waits. Yeah. Before technology, when I was in my late teens, mm-hmm. my friend Julian, who I used to be in a band with, was four hours late to meeting me in town. You know, I used to meet your friends in town. Oh. Really? It was four hours late and I waited, right? This is standing on a street corner for four <laughs> hours. And Could the reason it was four hours late is because he had shits. Oh, really? So had, is that, was that an excuse, though? He'd had chronic diarrhoea. It was four hours late. I waited for four hours in town. So did he, um, Ron, so did he turn up? He, he turned up said, in there. Yeah. Well, Leo's got a friend like that. He said he said he'd meet him at one the other day and he turned up at two. That's And that's good for this particular friend. Yeah. But that kind of crap does my editing. Yeah. So that's my husband's hump today. You no, know. I agree. I agree. And I think in today's situation, it was unprofessional because the other person was the one calling the meeting. Yeah. Wanted the has been bugging us to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right? And it's made me, I just drove back and I thought, I'm writing it off. Yeah. You know, it's, which is detrimental to us. But I thought. When it's your mates, I think it's annoying, but you can't, it almost becomes a joke thing. And you've but got to own it. 
But yeah. mate, so business. No apology. Yeah, that that that's a bit. The, the text that came by, oh, I got tied up. Not like really sorry. Really sorry, guys. Yeah. You know, so we had an hour long on my bloody day off. Yeah. We've wasted an hour. So we came back and the plan was to come in and do the podcast straight away, but I had to go and play Fortnite <laughs> and shoot some people, shoot some virtual people yeah. to get it out of my system. And now we're in here. So that's it. Yep. Done. I said, agree. I agree with you. We're in agreement. Would you rather? Right. Would you, and I believe both of these have happened to you, would you rather fall over in public or fart loudly in public? Fall over. <laughs> really? You, yeah. Or, if it was, listen, if it was a painless fall, the last time I fell, you, <laughs> oh, give over. You do the funniest falls. You've done it. Do you remember when we went to take Leo's computer in and you fell over the... Oh, no, no, no. but that's not fair because that was uh, black marble, unmarked. Look, it's illegal. Oh, no, no, no. And then, in fairness, that woman, she was on... like She the, came in and shouted at the guy who was on the desk security, in the building. She was going mental. It like, was in the middle of Dubai in a in a skyscraper sort of thing. And it was outside. It was nighttime. It wasn't well lit. Oh, and yeah, there yeah. was a black marble, like a... Th- Three, four inch step out of nowhere. I know. And I felt for you. And I have to do that thing because you. I'm carrying bloody computers and stuff. You did it then and then you did it another time. The other time was the worst when one. When we were going down the steps. We were going down steps and we were all walking together, concrete steps. And when, we got masks yeah. on. And I have vertigo and I can't see down. You, you can't. I can't, can't you? put a foot forward. And I'm the funny really panicking. Thing was, I'd literally said two minutes ago uh, earlier to Honey, I said. You know, when you wear masks, you can't see downwards. It's really hard to walk down steps. And then you you fell. It was funny. But it were like bar skittles because I (laughs) fell into all three of you, four of you. Oh, yeah, no, no, because I tried to save you. Knocked everybody down, but I went down really bad on my wrist. So if if the question is, because it's because of humiliation, would I rather fall down in front of people but not hurt myself or do a loud fart in front of people and not (laughs) myself, then the option would be falling down. Yeah. Because look at me. There's, there was a point in your life where falling down were dead embarrassing. Now I'm just like, I'm old. <laughs> well, I did a really loud fart. Right? When? <laughs> when? When the um, Euros were on and we had friends around. Remember, I told you. <laughs> something, I, I forgot about I this. think something like, I don't know, <laughs> some bad bit happened in the football where it wasn't going our way. And I like did the big, oh, and I like leant forward and almost touched my toes. And as I did that, this loud fart came out. But luckily, I think because everybody was groaning at the time, nobody noticed. And I'm like looking around I the room. I can't believe you got away with it. And I just <laughs> think I've got away. Like it didn't smell, it was just noise. But yeah. So, so which I, is yours then? I think had people noticed, would I, I would have been really embarrassed, I think. But yeah, no, I think. Ah, but look, doing it as home with friends around, it'd be really embarrassing, but kind of funny. Yeah. But what about doing it? Oh, I think probably falling over. In business. Yeah, no, I think probably falling over, but yeah. yeah. Recommendations. Plenty to recommend because we've been slack with the podcaster last week. Mm-hmm. So I'll kick you off with, if you're on Apple Music, look for the Yacht Rock Essentials playlist. <laughs> Yacht Rock. So this is sort of easy listening, late 70s, 80s music. Africa by Toto, Hold the Line, also by Toto. (laughs) I'm having a bit of a mental block on it now, but we had the playlist on uh, a couple of times. And it's just a real nice, fun playlist to have on when you, you know, it's great background. So it's called Yacht Rock Essentials on Apple Music. Yeah, I like it. Over to you. The Chris Packham the walk that made me. The walk that made me. I can't tell you how good it is. This is the naturalist. Is that what he's called? Yeah. Animal lover, Asperger's sufferer. Yeah. Used to be like he was basically the punk rock kids TV presenter when we were kids. Yeah. yeah Blonde he, spiky. Really yeah. wild show is where he started. And he's uh, one of the most interesting guys to watch on television. He's from my hometown, so I've kind of grown up with him. Um, like I've been to events where he's presented stuff. Yeah. I had a massive crush on him when he did the really wild show with his bleached spiky hair. Yeah. and You've th- claimed him as well, haven't you? You've got that protectiveness about him because when I said, oh, yeah, I, I went into him when I were younger, you were like, nah. no, you were no, not. No, because I feel like 
when when you've he, not introduced him to me no, like I, I introduced hummus to you no i know that i know that but then i feel like i i go on about him quite a lot like he yeah. did, he he did the vegan january thing he's a vegetarian he's not a vegan but when he was doing that i was following it closely and learning things about the world and Look, vegan i'm not I'm not saying for a second that there is not an imbalance in the scales of who likes Chris Packham the no, most. No, it's not about that. But, but I feel like I, I annoy the rest of the family when I talk about him. Um, oh, there's way more reasons that you annoy us than that. <laughs> no, but, and then obviously I used to teach children with autism and Asperger's. So I, again, I've got... You got an in? Yeah. So I, well, I think I win there because as you know... You are a bit autistic, yes. <laughs> right, so... <laughs> awful you in fact recommended this program to me yeah i'd spotted it yeah so as a technical description it's chris doing a walk holding a selfie stick with a 360 degree camera on so no camera crew although there are drone shots in it yeah and he's walking along and he's just talking but with these 360 degree cameras like we have in the studio here yeah in the edit you can point it to anything so he doesn't have to turn it around he's just walking along talking and he says oh and that tree over there is a tree that we used to do this in and then the shot can automatically turn to it so it's a revolutionary documentary yes because it's just him walking along now he's such a well-known public figure that everyone he bumps into along the way yeah everyone that is from hampshire knows that he lives in hampshire yeah. you know so and every, I'm guessing most people are proud of him down there. This documentary is not a nature documentary. Well, it's funny because I didn't know this, but when we were watch, started watching it, and five minutes in, I'm thinking because Honey sat with us, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, like spring, it's not you hold know, the like kids. spring watch. Yeah, we yeah. watch it for five minutes, and everybody's bored because it's all about nature, and yeah, and I and to start with that's what I thought it was going to be. And I'm thinking, oh, everyone's going to be bored of this in five, you know, like we're going to have to turn this off. And then you suddenly said. I am loving this. And I went, really? Yeah. And then it changed. It changed mm. into something else. So it became about the surroundings. So this is a walk that Chris used to do regularly as a kid uh, from Eastleigh in Hampshire to Winchester. Mm -hmm. It's a 10-mile walk. Yeah. It's along a beautiful river and a river that's got, what was the name of it? What's the name of the straight bit? The, Basically. It's the River Itch Itching. It's the River Itching, but it's got this other bit called, it's a weird word, like document or something. Right. And basically, it's a canal that runs alongside it so that barges could yeah, get yeah, up yeah. and down there. And he meets some very interesting people along the way, but he also reminisces about huge points in his life. I almost don't want to say any more yeah, about yeah, this yeah. because no, you'll see what we mean when you watch it. It's so special. So if you can watch it, it's it, called Chris Packham, The yeah. Walk That Made Me. It's just beautiful in, in so many ways. I think if that show doesn't win a BAFTA... Really? I'd be amazed because it's one of the best things I've watched on oh, television. Oh, no, no, it's for me. And I, and I didn't we, want it to end. We've had to explain to Leo, who's going into filmmaking, you've got to watch this because of that. And when you think of the complexity and number of people involved in making some TV shows, now, you only have to look at the credits to see that this one had yeah, yeah, yeah. top side of 50 people on it, but the walk itself didn't. It was raw. Check it out. Got a podcast for you, Simon Armitage podcast. Simon Armitage is current poet laureate for the Queen uh, in the UK, but he's also a northern lad. So you've got an in with him? We've got you? an in with him. He's a friend of my uncle's, but he's the Poet Laureate as well. But he's a Yorkshireman, so he sounds a bit like me. But he started this podcast called The Poet Laureate Has Gone To His Shed. It's on BBC Sounds. He has some really interesting guests on. Chris Packham. <laughs> and it's just a great listen. You learn something on it. It's a great listen. So it's called The Poet Laureate yeah, Has Gone nice. To His it's Shed. Nice. One for the family, Jungle Cruise, which I think you had your arm up your back. You didn't want to watch. I really wanted to watch it with Betsy Pearl. And we ended up all watching it as a family. The reviews for it, it's not a stinker by any means, but the reviews were a bit so-so. I thought it was a great film. <laughs> I thought it was a really enjoyable romp through the jungle, through the Amazon. It was daft. It had some massive names in it. A lot of fun. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, I'm just not like, you know, the Jumanji type films. It's just, they're not really my cup of tea, but obviously I sat and watched it. It was a family film. Well, we watched Vivo last night, which I think by comparison was rubbish. It did not hold me at all. And oh, I've been really? watching a lot of kids' films lately. I, I, the first... It was too much like Coco. ten minutes. In fact, I, it's I really enjoyed. It's exactly the same as Coco. There's a really lovely song in it, though. There well, is one song there's that... There's always nice songs. And, and it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> Manuel. Manual. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad, 
But Jungle Cruise, which has got a bit more panned by the critics, right. I, I thought it was a good film. It was all right. It was, yeah, I it's sensed a good... it would be good. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's got Jack Whitehall in it, who's bloody awful in everything as far as I'm concerned, and he wasn't even that bad in it. I agree. I agree. You know what the big question everyone's saying is, was it right for him, a straight man, to play a gay man? I'm not going to dig into it oh, now, well, just in case. Yeah. But that's the big question kicking around on the well, back of a kid's film. I think, yes, it's fine, because it's fine the other way. Let's move on. Compliments. This is not going to be here next week, unless we've got one. Perhaps we could just throw them in. But we've got, we're going to start something else next time we do a podcast. Yeah. Episode 21. Uh, but let's just finish it, shall we? Finish the compliments on a compliment. Yeah. I'm going to say thank you so much for how much you invest in me trying to diet and get <laughs> healthier. No, because I would just do it on my own, right? Yeah. I would just eat less than everybody else. It made me teary. <laughs> no, but you, the other day, you did like a proper shopping list, working out what I'm going to eat and stuff like that. And I don't think you ever think, oh, here he goes again. Because I think you know when I reach this point that I'm in it with both feet. I no, can fall off the wagon. No, but the thing is, right, I think <laughs> I feel really emotional. Um, people look at you and they just see the fat guy. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, I know how much effort you put in. And I know, like, it's easy for people just that that don't have a problem with their weight to, to stand there and make jokes or to go, oh, has he tried this? Has he done this exercise? You know, like, they don't understand. Like, it's a big deal for you. Like, when, when, we were, when it was lockdown, you were walking 20K a day, 20K. Like, that that's huge. And people didn't know that. And you were doing that and we were eating healthy. You, you hadn't, you haven't drunk alcohol for a year and a half. So if other people did that, they would have lost weight. Yeah. Clearly for you, it's difficult to lose weight and it's easy for you to put on weight, mm -hmm. right? Like I'm quite lucky. I can lose weight quickly. And I get that because I used to be like that. Yeah. I was up until probably been 30 years old. I think my metabolism must have changed, which it does to people. Yeah. How many people do you know from school who now look, yeah. I've got big bellies and stuff like that? But for me, I think because I have depression, I comfort eat. Yeah, but I genuinely, like, I think I eat as much as you do if, if we're sat in the evening having sweet stuff and stuff like that. I think we do. And I, and a part of me is that, you know, that's our enjoyment. That's our special time. Our and I feel like we've earned it by then. Yeah. And certainly when we get back to doing school runs and all that rubbish. Yeah, so I know how difficult it is and... I'm obviously trying to do it with you. And I, and the thing is, no matter what your weight is or how your body is, people have always got their own insecurities. But yeah, I know I, I'm really proud of you and of how you, you know. This is the only way I can do it. I can't do it half-arsed. So I've gone through a week of so few calories every day, but eating yeah, and eating healthy with no snacks. I, I don't know if you've noticed, the kids are actually being really supportive of it as well. I have been drinking apple cider vinegar every morning. <laughs> and I don't even know if this is a bloody thing. You might just be joking. No, I, I mean, look, there, there, there's... It, I'm drinking there's other green tea. Stuff. That's what I've got here. Yeah. I am doing the apple cider vinegar, which is absolutely... I love vinegar on chips, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but it's horrible. I'm doing that every day. Swimming about between a kilometre and a kilometre and a half every day. Yeah. Doing a couple of big walks a day. And keeping me hand out of snacks. When you see me on a day-to-day -day basis, you won't know I'm doing that. Yeah. Somebody in the news team came around with some cakes the other day, and I'm like, oh, no, thanks. But I said that anyway. Yeah, this is the thing. I, I You do. You know, and you don't, you're not somebody who goes for coffees. And genuinely, you're a vegetarian. You don't drink alcohol. It's not fair. We eat pretty healthy. I feel like it isn't fair. <laughs> no, I do. I feel like you you. Don't but but the, my point here is that you could, I've tried it so many times and it's been successful. Mm -hmm. You know, there are times when I've lost like three stone, over 20 kg was a big one that I lost. But there are times when we've tried it and it's just not worked. So this time, I, I'm not saying it's going to work. I'm not saying it's not. But the fact that you didn't just poo poo it, I think you can tell how serious this is for me, how down I am about it and how hard it is. So I do appreciate that you're on 
bored. Okay. Well, I think my compliment is yeah. You said it. Same fine. thing. You don't have to think of a good one. No, 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 no. It was. <laughs> it was the same <laughs> thing. It's like you know, I'm proud of you, and I know how difficult it is. That's going to be the end of the podcast, I think. So next week or next time we do one, but it's going to be in less. It's either going to, it's not going to be in more than a week. We're going to have a couple of new features in there. If you're not telling your friends about this podcast, then please do if you enjoy it, because I know the people who do listen seem to love it. And if you've got any suggestions of anything that you think we should talk about. Any subject that pops up, if you have a discussion at home with your husband or wife or whatever, or a disagreement or anything in life. Yeah. Hey, definitely things that wind you up. Like the thing today about people being late, it's literally just happened to us. And that, I'd said to Laura in the week, we should start doing it like that. because And we all do it. We, as, as couples... So you'll go somewhere or do something and something will pee you both off and you'll bitch in the car afterwards. If my week is 100% of being angry or mad about things, <laughs> I don't mean all the time. I mean, yeah, if you yeah, count yeah. that as 100%, you are probably genuinely 2% of what pisses <laughs> me off across a week. <laughs> so that 98% is now going to be brought into the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know, but we make it like on the podcast, so it's 100% because that's all the the whinge and the hump is. Yeah. So, yeah, a few new things next week. We're going to try a couple of things as well, but you can get in touch. The details are in the information for the podcast. Always great to hear from you. So it's been nice to be back in recording, hasn't it? Yeah, and it's um, exam results this week coming up. Yeah, we'll be talking about that yes. next time then. And uh, it's been a long one again, but I'm not bothered. See you next time, everybody. Bye. The end. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.